1: Imagine a year where, in a modern retelling of a Shakespeare tragedy, characters study and quote Shakespeare. Wow, so
0: meta! Wow.
1: <laughs> the fuck?
0: <laughs> the year is two thousand and One. 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 One.
1: I mean you're bringing the energy to this very boring episode. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm getting hyped up. Let's go.
1: Hell yeah! Woo! Oh, hello and welcome to the motherfucking podcast. <laughs> hello and welcome Woo! to the podcast. Oldie butter goodie. My goodness. This is the podcast where we watch movies from 2001 in the order they came out in. Woo! My name is Sandra. I'm joined as always by my lad, Mr. Zach. What's up, bro? I used,
0: I used all my energy in the intro. I'm
1: out of it for the podcast. I'm so sorry. This week. <laughs> We're talking about a movie that we have nothing to say about.
0: What? Oh, I am waiting to
1: say about. It's just I don't care. <laughs> the problem
0: is the actual movie itself, I did not care for. And look, there's nothing wrong with Shakespeare. I like a bit of Shakespeare. I did Macbeth once. That's the popular one. Yeah. I, uh, I just did the witch bit. I was one of the witches. And I can do most
1: of the to-be-or-not-to-be speech. That's impressive. Don't do it now, because that's copyright. Yeah? Oh, is it? <laughs> no, it's really? not, actually. It's very much not copyright.
0: Shakespeare, please don't copyright <laughs> strike our podcast, Shakespeare. He's back from the grave.
1: All right. So, we've got a big Shakespeare boy over there. Uh, me too. I love a bit of Shakespeare. On the stage, in the film, I love it. Modern retelling? Sure. Sometimes they're good. But this one... Is it's it's so it's it's a TV movie, yeah, that no one's heard of, yeah, that does an okay job, but at the same time does an okay job, okay job. It's called <laughs> O, oh, it's based off Othello, but it's high schoolers, and well. it's
0: it's fine. Do you know why no one's heard of it? To search up this movie. You would have to specifically type, the movie titled O. No one's going to type that randomly. No. No If you search up O, it will come up with other crap,
1: you know? You won't randomly come across this. Even if you put in "Orfelio 2001, there's another movie! (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, I, I like uh,
0: modern retellings of Shakespearean-style plays, mm-hmm. but they need some sort of twist, like uh, a sci-fi horror twist, wouldn't you say?
1: I would some like that, like Shakespeare Aliens coming to Ooh, Melbourne Fringe at that would be a good idea! Yeah, yeah. Whoa! That's crazy! One that I liked, it's probably not good, but I remember watching it when it came out, was James McAvoy, Macbeth, but he's a chef. What? And the witches were, like, the garbage men. (laughs) That does sound great. That does sound great. It was, like, weird. Um, He killed someone in his kitchen, and then he was like, ah, the tomato sauce on my hand or something. It was really dumb. Mm -mm. You see, do a little twist,
0: do a little fun. Either do the actual original Shakespeare play. Yes. And do it how it's supposed to be. Or when you change it, make it better.
1: Mm. Not
0: the opposite (laughs) of better.
1: This doesn't add- all this adds is teenage angst and a pretty great hip-hop soundtrack, and that's the only reason this is updated. That's the only stuff it updates, you know? I've seen a
0: modern Shakespeare or something. I can't remember what it was now, which is killing me because I was going to mention it for this. But they did one where it was modern-day Shakespeare, right? So Mm. it's the same sort of concept, you doing Shakespeare, but in the modern day. But it was very tongue-in-cheek. Okay. Was it one of his comedies? No, no, um, I, I can't remember what it was. I think it was To Be or Not To Be, whatever that one Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one, it's real life, real life. But the things in Othello happens, like as if it was real life. And it's very serious.
1: I agree. Now, we took a 45-minute-long break uh, halfway through you making that point, and I would add on to it, but let's m- move on. <laughs> ah, a fair point, sir. But the l- listeners won't notice because I'm a professional
0: editor. Yeah, you are. You're so good at editing. Edit that one out, Sandro. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: now I can't. <laughs> But yeah, no, look, the movie's fine, it's whatever. I found myself enjoying it, like, I was like, this is interesting, mm. but uh, to talk about, this is going to be a short episode.
0: Yes, yeah. Like, have you seen the play Othello, Sandro? Yes. Alright, well, that's it. That was a good good, <laughs> <laughs> good, discussion of this movie's plot.
1: But before we jump into the movie's plot, which again, it's going to be light, because it's just Othello. Um, But there are some, like, small things that they, like, the modern elements which they they introduce, which I think we'll have fun talking about. Like when a white girl says she wants to say the N-word. Yeah, what? happens in this movie. Modern politics, I I guess. Wow, what the heck was that? Uh, but Zach, nothing else came out this week, so that's why we're doing this, because I was forced to pick it.
0: Yes, if anything it came out, anything, although this was called O, which was intriguing.
1: Yeah, the only other movie that came out this week was directed by a pedophile, and we didn't want to do that, because that's even worse. (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's get into O's. It it was released August 31st in the year 2001. And Zach, did you Mm. know that this is based off the Shakespeare play or tell...
0: No way! That's crazy, Sandro. I didn't know it was based on whatever the fuck you just said. Oh, it is. It is, it is. Oh, that's crazy.
1: As far as Shakespeare it plays Go, there aren't too many Othello movies. There's the one that Orson Welles made in the 50s, which I think is the period one, direct adaptation. Right, yeah. Uh, that's the more popular one. And then that's about it. Um, there's a bunch of French ones. There's a new one that came out where he's like a clown. He's Ooh. the first black clown in France or something. It looks interesting. That does sound interesting. Again, that sounds like a nice twist
0: on the story. Yes. I mean, the twist here is that... No, it's not even... It's it's just that they're in modern times, right? Well, it's a it's a school and
1: not a castle.
0: Yeah, but, like, the original characters of Othello were young yeah. teens slash adults, right? Yeah, yeah, they were. So it's just gone, what if these young teens adults did Othello in modern times? Pretty
1: much. There's not much of a twist here.
0: It's not like, what would happen if Othello... Like, it's not a bunch of, like, rich kids doing it. It's not... It's It's just like average joes
1: although it does have the sort of basketball element basketball element was cool yeah um i, I enjoyed a lot of the basketball stuff it's also not like funny mm. they could have made this more funnier like maybe make it more of a comedy with like a dark ending yeah could have also worked
0: well that's that's what i was saying before with the whole like plays and other things i like I like the comedy aspect, because these, these
1: things can be a bit dry compared to modern-day standards. Shakespeare can be dry? <laughs> yes. What? Uh, but mentioned, there was another Othello movie in 2001, a British movie version Mm. set in the modern day about a racist cop who plays the racist cop doctor who himself christopher eccleston is the racist cop whoa that would probably be more interesting because this movie avoids race politics entirely aside from the scene where the white girl wants to say the n-word
0: yeah it's weird Because it's like, we're avoiding the race thing, but also we're like, here's the race thing. You wanted this one, right? And I'm like, no! (laughs) What? Why do I want a white girl to say the N-word? That's like a big thing as well. Because it's like a whole twist where it's like, oh my god. I like
1: when one of the teachers is like, yes, Odin, you're the only black student in the school. And I'm like, yeah, he's the only black cast member. (laughs) Yeah. You could have at least cast some other non-white people, directors of this movie. Speaking of, the director of this movie is Tim Blake Nelson. If you look him up, you'll be like, oh my, he looks familiar. And that's because he's an actor. (gasps) That explains a lot. He's in Minority Report. He's in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? He's the big brain scientist guy at the end of The Incredible Hulk. He gets a big brain and he's like, I'm an evil man. Oh, right. He's in the TV show version of Watchmen. God, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. He's good, he's good. He's directed some other stuff, um, some comedies. He made another movie in 2001 uh, called The Grey Zone, which is like a Holocaust film with Steve Buscemi. It's coming up. Oh, okay. As an option. Yep. The cast is Maykai Pfeiffer as the the main character, Odin James. He was on the show ER. He's Eminem's best friend in the movie 8 Mile. Oh, Nice. nice. He's fine... I think the writing for him doesn't know what they want. Because they're trying to make it like the play, right? Yeah. Because they also want him to be a teenager. Yeah. And they don't know how to do that. So the writing for him is very awkward. <laughs> yeah. He's either psycho teenager or just regular moody teenager. Yeah. It's weird. He does do all his basketball stunts, though. So that was cool. Ah, did they all do the basketball stunts? I don't know. I think for him, there was, like, obvious shots of him, the actor, doing it, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know about the others. But uh, Josh Hartnett is Iago, uh, but in this movie, he's called Hugo, because that's a normal name. Yeah. But Hugo's not threatening. So whenever someone was like, Hugo put down the gun, I was like, <laughs> Hugo! <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. Shots not fired at Hugo, I guess. And his best friend is played by Eldon Henson. He plays Roger. He's Foggy Nelson from Daredevil. And the whole time he was on screen, I was like, it's the guy from Daredevil. Yeah. And it was very distracting because he's got a very distinct face and voice. (laughs) Well, I'm glad a lot of these actors went on to do uh, good stuff uh julia styles is desi she's from the Bourne films she's fine aside from the scene where she wants to say the end why is that in this movie i don't know it's so weird because she's like i
0: really want to say it and he's like no but then later on he's like oh my god i've just found out he and she hook up and they say <laughs> the n-word together
1: that was uh it's very dumb a weird moment And of course, Martin Sheen. The one and only Martin Sheen plays Coach Duke. His character is based off the Duke of Venice. That's a little joke. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah, he's right. He's fun. I liked his enthusiasm. I like
0: how he has this whole thing where he pretends not to hear something that was said. He doesn't just do that once. He does that multiple times during this film. He just does it all the time. He's
1: like, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. (laughs) That's his, like, go-to thing. It's interesting that, like, basketball coaches are usually like that. Mm. They don't care if you go out and do coke on the weekend. As long as you're uh, you're there to to dribble. What? (laughs) You dribble the ball. Yeah, I get it. But are you talking to, are you
0: trying to make a joke that people who do cocaine dribble?
1: Uh probably. I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever done cocaine? No, I can't prove you wrong. <laughs> exactly. Um, so oh, that uh, actually that reminds me of a funny story that I was gonna tell you oh, a couple of weeks ago. I was watching a movie in the film festival and it was like this 930 horror movie, right? Yeah. I get there. This woman comes up and she sits next to me and and she starts sneezing. Right. And I've got my mask on because I'm watching a lot of movies. I don't want to get sick and then miss out on some. Yeah. So she she sees that I've got my mask on and is like, "Oh, don't worry, I'm not sick. I just did a line of coke." <laughs> An actual experience that happened. Um, the, the movie, perfect for like being high off your face. Oh, it was nice. a really fucking weird movie, uh, and uh, good on her living her best life. You know. Hey, look. Hey, uh, honestly, I'd be like, okay, no, I'm fine with that. Yeah. That
0: sounds like the best way to get through some of the films at Film Festival.
1: <laughs> Just being high off your face.
0: Because <laughs> if it's a good movie, you still got to enjoy it, right? If it's like Mandy, you're like, holy shit, this is like yeah. mind <laughs> Imagine if you did a light of coke before seeing Mandy. You would be You, you would be dribbling. You would be dribbling, my goodness, you're right. I'm lost now. I was going to say something. Oh, yeah, the coach, the coach at the start of the film hands out awards and it's like, I'm a man of few words. And they're like, ha, 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 except when we're late. And then for the rest of the film, he's a man of many words. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I thought was amusing.
1: That's a good point. I didn't even realise that. Yeah. That is a good point. He says a lot. He says a lot of lines. I just realised Josh Hartnett says the N-word in this movie. Josh Hartnett... Also said racist things toward Japanese people in Pearl Harbor. Two thousand and one is just a great year for Josh Hartnett playing racist characters.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets to say a lot of racist
1: stuff. Yay! All right, this has sixty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, fifty eight percent audience score. I agree with that. It's like a, it's like a half.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like Orthello and want to watch Orthello and like teen dramas and want to watch a teen drama then i guess you'll like this movie
1: yeah if you're like because she's all that is based off a shakespeare play i think yeah if you're like i wish that had no jokes (laughs) watch this (laughs) yeah yeah exactly
0: i wish this was just she's all that actually (laughs) Actually that would have been a much better thing to watch
1: uh, yeah, from what I could tell, all the reviews were like, it means well, but doesn't entirely work, which, yeah, mm. that's pretty correct. This cost about $5 million, which makes sense. It's a TV movie. Wow. What do you think it made? $200. It actually made a profit. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, 15, 15 mil. Oh, so close. 19.2. Oh, there you go. There you go. Million redos which is... A lot, considering uh, that no one cares or talks about this movie. Yeah, 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 they did well on that one. Yeah. Well, it just, I think it, it flew off
0: the back of Othello. And the budget was good for it, I guess. What
1: else? Because what? Well, last week we did Ghost of Mars, which bombed. And we did mm. Rat Race, which bombed. And we did Osmosis Jones, which bombed. And then Original Sin, which bombed. The last movie that we did which made money was Planet of the Apes. Right. And then this movie. Uh, and then this movie. I guess
0: this movie is just better than all of those other movies.
1: Uh, <laughs> I think I enjoyed Osmosis Jones more than this.
0: Oh, I enjoyed all of
1: those other movies more than this. You enjoyed Ghosts of Mars more than this? Yes. I hate you, but I cannot disagree with you, yeah. but moments of that were more fun.
0: This movie needed more demon-alien-possessing people. Yeah. That should have been the twist. At the end, it's revealed.
1: Oh, except they're rappers in this one. They all look like, like white SoundCloud rappers with face tats.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, because there's a big rap music. They use a lot of rap music in this. Well, because it's basketball, I guess. Anyway, uh, the tagline says three taglines. What voice should I do them in? Um, a southern one. <laughs> well, howdy ho! All right then. Trust, seduction, <laughs> betrayal. Sorry, say seduction again. Seduction. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna clip
0: that. Make that my new ringtone. My you know, new ringtone. What? How are
1: you going to explain that to anyone? <laughs>
0: Well, you see, me and my friend were watching a modern remake of Fellow, mm-hmm. and there was some racist stuff in there, so I made him talk in a southern accent.
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever, don't care, it's thumbs down. Thumbs down, alright, how about this one? Nothing comes between two people's love like one person's jealousy. <laughs> this is
0: a terrible accent. <laughs>
1: I apologize to any Southern <laughs> listeners. One, for Zach calling you racist, and two, <laughs> I give for- the give the,
0: the, the, the tagline a thumbs down and the accent a
1: thumbs up. All right, the final one is, everything comes full circle. Mm. Do you get it? Full circle? Because the movie's called Oh.
0: Oh, like a circle. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh. I hate that. But, yeah, it doesn't come full circle. It's a pretty linear straight line between, like, it doesn't start off with them all being, like, it doesn't finish the movie, them all being friends again, right? No. It ends
1: up with all of them dead. It didn't start off with all of them dead. Spoilers, everyone dies. You studied this in high school. Who the fuck am I kidding? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) this is Othello. You, You know how Othello goes.
0: Hello, friends. My name is Patrick Little host of a little history podcast if you like to learn about history a little differently then a little history podcast has you sorted nothing is off limits as we tackle some of the well-known and not so well-known stories from various mythologies and folklore from around the world we've got a house on chicken legs a bloke with a hundred eyes a talking frog plenty of shit kings and gods and goddesses doing what gods and goddesses do all this and more is waiting for you just a click away. Sometimes I'll have a guest coming in cold, and sometimes it's just you and me. So drink them if you got 'em, got them, and join us for a bit of shit talking and a lot of fun. My name is Patrick Little, and this is a Little History Podcast. It's our history, but like you've never heard it before. All right, let's, let's hop, skip, and a jump through this plot, because there's just really some, some points we need to touch on. What we liked, what we didn't like. Yes. And I think we'll
1: be done. I think that's a good point. Uh, uh, The movie opens with random pigeons that it sometimes cuts to every now and then. Yes, Uh, because that's to be artsy,
0: Sandro. You wouldn't understand, because you've never seen an art movie before, but actually, if you just put pigeons and then opera music in the background, that makes
1: it an art movie. That does make it art. I did laugh out loud when we go from, like, the opera music to just hard hip-hop and basketball. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was
0: like, oh. It it literally goes, pigeons, opera, then cuts to an eagle, and then rap. Ribbity rap. To be like... This was the mood you were in, now we're in this mood. Instead of pigeons, which are lame.
1: No, we're about
0: hawks and rap
1: music. America! Yeah, eagles, hawks, rap music. The title card for this movie really is just a giant O. It's (laughs)
0: funny. (laughs) It's very funny, because it just kind of comes at you on set. This should have been a horror movie. Mmm. This should have been a horror movie, but that thing
1: coming at you. Or fellow, but it's a horror. I would have loved that. Would be cool. Like a psychological horror sort of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would have been so much better than whatever the- f- Nah, this movie was fine.
0: Have it be ortholo, but have it so that everyone is- Well, everyone is manipulating each other. But, like, you don't know who the killer is, but there's also, like, a- There's, like, a killer on the loose or something, but also it's just this O ghost thing that possesses people, and all you can see is this, like, circle on their face.
1: Oh, and it's a metaphor for jealousy possessing people.
0: Yeah, exactly. Boom. Done. Two million dollars. Done.
1: Even if that film was directed by the guy that made Resident Evil, the, 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 all the Resident Evil movies, it would still be good.
0: No, I think it would have been great with the Resident Evil director. I think he would do well.
1: Something about Resident Evil and Monster Hunter uh, just screams, I would be able to do Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. So we, we see some basketball happening. We see them, we see them win a game of basketball, and it's the most cliche win of all time. It it it's like the end of every basketball movie.
1: Every basketball game in this movie is the end of a basketball movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cuz it always ends when they're around 60 points. Yeah. And they're already always 1 point off. And this is like every basketball movie, except for Space Jam 2. Oh, but that's
1: shit, Zach.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Space Jam 2 had no rules, and everything went to like 3 million points for no reason. Uh, exactly, yeah. Imagine having
1: stakes in your movie. I liked how this, yeah, because every basketball game in this movie has no stakes, because it always wins with Odin getting a slam dunk at the last minute. So, when we eventually get to the final basketball game, the movie's like, well, how do we make this final game stand out from the others? Oh, we'll have them do it in slow motion. Mm. And I hated that. I was like, ew. I did note down, oh, slow motion. Sandra's going to love that. So, straight off the bat, Hugo is jealous because he- his dad, who is the basketball coach, uh loves Odin like his own son but doesn't love his own son da, da, da. yeah yeah
0: he's obsessed his dad is the uh basketball coach and the basketball coach is obsessed with basketball mm. then he gives an mvp award not to his son but to Odin who is their like star player. Yeah. And Odin shares that award with uh his best friend. Is it Mike? I don't know. He's important for later. Yeah, he's important because he gets manipulated into looking like he cheated with the MVP's girlfriend.
1: It's uh, it's the same as the play. Everyone's cheating on everyone, but no one's cheating on everyone because it's all Yeah. It's all the manipulator just being manipulative. Also, yep. I think it's the manipulator's girlfriend and Odin's girlfriend's sister are two different characters, but they look so similar that I thought they were the same person for the entire movie yeah. until the final scene. Yeah. And I went, oh, they're different characters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Foggy Nelson from Daredevil, he gets um, a real rough go of it at the start because uh, he he gets punched in the stomach by Odin because he said some passing comment about his girlfriend. And then later on... He gets uh, stabbed in the stomach again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or something, right?
0: Yeah, his whole thing is he's helping the manipulator guy throughout everything. Yes. For no reason. It's not a very strong role. No, no. But also everyone hates him because he's the, like, principal's son.
1: Yeah, he's the stuck-up, rich principal's son, yeah.
0: Yeah, so everyone just hates him and picks on him. So I guess he's looking for friendship. But he just goes along with everything. Mm. He literally gets stabbed and shot for... The reason of helping this manipulator dude, which is no reason.
1: Yeah. I can't remember what that role's like in the original play, but I bet it's better than this.
0: I'm pretty sure he gets manipulated as well with friendship and other things like that. But this movie didn't have time to show you how he was being manipulated, really. He was just there to do the things.
1: I actually haven't written down many notes for this movie. I'm just having to look through them now. I've got one quick note. When Hugo goes to his drug dealer in the first little half of the movie, and uh, the drug dealer gives him some steroids, and he's like, now make sure you're drinking water, all right? And Hugo says, yeah, I'm drinking loads. I'm surprised it's not coming out of me with all these holes you stick in me. (laughs) Ha ha! Ha! That's the closest this movie gets to a joke. And there's also the scene where uh, we're introduced to Desi and Odin's relationship, they're cuddling in bed, and she says, White people invented the N-word, so I should be able to say it. Yep. Not only that, they're in bed in front of her sister, who's listening to rap music with headphones in, and not only- And she just admits to wanting to say the N-word. Oh, yeah,
0: they, they, they go in bed together just in front of her sister. They're banging in front of- I mean, they're not banging, but still. Yeah. Anyway, he, he also gives her their, like, family heirloom. Mm, the scarf. Because they're young and in love, and he's stupid, and he's giving it to his, like, high school girlfriend.
1: Another thing to bring up, I'm pretty sure the scarf is in the play, which makes yeah. sense, because the scarf would be an item that you would give someone that you fancy back in those days. In 2001, who the fucks given a scarf to their girl? <laughs> yeah. Giving your grandma's ring or something, I don't know, not a scarf. it's it, it's a little it's a little stupid that she's not like, "Oh, a scarf,
0: great." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, the principal gets phoned up by the manipulator. Mm. The guy gets accused of rape. The daughter's like, "No, we've been going out for like 3 months." And the dad's like, "What? You lied to me?" And then and then they leave and he's like, don't trust my girl. She lied to me once about your relationship. She deceived me. What thinks she won't do it to you? That's a weird thing for a dad to say to yeah. your, <laughs> your daughter's girlfriend. You're her dad. She's not going to tell you about relationships. That's her boyfriend. Of course she's going to tell him about relationships. Yeah. It's, it's dumb. It doesn't make any
1: sense. I hated it. And again, they could have brought in some sort of... I don't know, like, racial tension here. I don't think the movie would have handled it well. No. But the whole film feels like it's missing something.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's almost here. It's, like, surface level, but they don't want to admit this is about racism. No. They just have the one black guy in trouble, and then they talk about him being a criminal.
1: Yeah, so Hugo, his big plan now is, like, all right, now that I've sown the seeds of distrust between the partners... I'm going to get the co-MVP, that other guy that Odin brought up in that scene, to start hanging out with Desi a bunch. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to tell Odin, hey, hey, you see that guy over there? I reckon they're, uh, cheating behind your back, mate. yeah, 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 yeah. So now that Odin's quite distrustful, we get a hot sex scene. Oh, it's so hot. Oh, my, there's rap R&B playing in the background. But then yep. Odin sees himself in the mirror. And we go inside his mind and he's picturing his best friend who he thinks is cheating with the girlfriend on. And then he starts going hard and rough. And she's like, stop it. And then the movie doesn't talk about that ever again. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so, it's just a lot of this movie is like, okay, you've brought up a subject, now deal with it. Yeah, But it doesn't. The movie wants to just have white people say the N-word and it wants to have assault, but it doesn't want to deal with any of it. Hey, not just
0: the N-word, but the F-word. And not the fuck word, but the slur against gay people. Yeah,
1: that's right. I forgot there's a scene where they just say that for like a minute.
0: Yeah, yeah. They bully the principal kid, which I guess is... R scene to see why he's motivated against them.
1: Yeah, I forgot they do that as well. But again, they never bring that back again. They just want to say the bad word a bunch, and they don't want any repercussions for for any of it. But Zach, what about the scene where we go to one of their classrooms, and the students are studying Shakespeare? Yeah!
0: Uh Woo! Well- you see, Sandro, they um they're not actually paying attention. They're talking about how their friend's cheating on them, right? So they're not actually paying and the teacher's like, oh, you should pay attention to Shakespeare. When you when you win your basketball careers, this is actually something that will matter. I'm like, shut the fuck up, lady. If they win the basketball thing, they're gonna have careers for life. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think I don't think your shitty Shakespeare shit <laughs> is going to affect them at all, actually.
1: That's a, that's a good point. But I like the idea that she sees what's going on. She sees how these characters are acting and she's like, oh my, I need to teach these kids something. I need to teach these kids the play Orphelio. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. That's it. Well, Sandro, I think, I
0: think you'll find that history repeats itself, you know? And if we don't pay attention to it enough, it will do it again.
1: But why have them studied stupid? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I I would be aghast if they didn't put a reference to Shakespeare in the, the the film. I I would be in
1: disbelief. I think it's fine for a comedy, but mm. this is a modern... I don't know. I, but, like, that would be fine. Them learning Shakespeare, haha, funny. But later on in the movie, I think Hugo quotes Macbeth. Right, yeah. It's yeah. just
0: like, okay, sure. Why? Why?
1: To be fair, isn't that in a, in a monologue? Oh, I think it is, actually, yeah. So that kind of works, Um, Because
0: that could be... Yeah, yeah, that's a directory thing, yeah? So maybe, yeah, uh, you know, it's just a quote for the, the movie onlookers, not not actual characters. But also, yeah, it it would work much better in a comedy
1: sort of thing. Yeah.
0: Uh, what they should have done was like, next week we'll be studying Othello. <laughs>
1: But they're all dead by next week. That is actually yeah. But they're funny. all dead by
0: next week, so they never got to figure out that they they were doing Othello. That is a funny joke. Yes, I like that idea.
1: Odin's getting more and more jealous, more and more like uh, paranoid. He notices that the scarf he gave her has gone missing because somehow Hugo got his hands on it and gave it to Mike. Well, Hugo's girlfriend is the the like sister that oh yeah, or, her sister. or girlfriend
0: that hangs out. In uh, their room, so she steals it, and then Hugo plants it on the other guy, saying, "Hey, give this to your girlfriend. I am sure she'll like it." Mm.
1: So he's like, "Oh yeah, I trust you implicitly," and goes over and gives it to her. Because apparently, that they're all friends, they're all good friends. Yes, Uh, which is not believable because they all hate each other. But I guess that's high school, actually. Yeah,
0: yeah, and they're all on the
1: basketball team, really. Yeah, so it's like forced friendship,
0: I think. Although I think they genuinely got along, the the first two, the two
1: MVPs, because, you know, they weren't sociopathic assholes, but, uh, yeah. There was one line that I laughed out loud at where Odin's like, oh, Desi, yeah, maybe I'm not good enough for you, you know, with you being all hot and shit. Yeah. I was like, okay, th- th- this is peak 45-year-old man trying <laughs> to write.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> trying to write young teen dialogue, yeah. It's bad. I was laughing at that. Oh, yeah, he goes from some drugs as well, like Odin shoots up.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's part of the ending. That's the start of the ending thing, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The, the manipulator's like, oh, yeah, your girlfriend definitely cheated on you. And he's like, oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm
1: so mad, yeah, because this scene is wild. Well, first he slam dunks so hard that he breaks the glass board that the hoop's on. Which is obviously
0: incredible and amazing, and everyone loves him for doing that.
1: Everyone's like, woo, you're the best,
0: woo. And I'm like, what? But that's elite, you're not supposed to do that.
1: Mm, Doesn't matter, the coach is like, woo.
0: Yeah, every everybody's on his side at this time. They're like, "Oh shit, he dunk, slammed it, and broke it. That's so cool. That's awesome." Even though I, the like, the coach should have been
1: pee- peeved off, you know. But then a ball boy comes up and is like, "Hey man, that was really cool, but I need the ball back." And Odin's like, "You're talking about this ball in my hand." And the ball boy's like, no, I mean, the two balls hanging below your dick, what the fuck do you think I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, 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 it's great. It's a great line, but then then Odin's like, no, fuck you, and pushes the kid over for no reason. For no reason. Maybe the drugs.
1: Maybe- oh, yeah, he's fucking high at this point. Yeah, he's high off drugs and angry, so I guess.
0: But then everyone turns on Odin, they're like, oh, We don't know the story of what happened here. Maybe that kid just said something rude about things. Like, we don't know the stories. But we're fully against Odin now, even though he's our star player. And we were
1: just cheering for him two seconds ago. Boo! They're like, boo! And Hugo's like, "Oh, you should come over to my place." And then they, and then they snort some cocaine, and they're like, "Ooh, yeah, brother, yeah! Look,
0: your best friend slash cheating thing that I told you he's cheating with your girlfriend on—he's just arrived. Let me talk to him while you hide behind the window." Ooh, Ooh. I'm George
1: Hartnett. I say the n-word like ten times in this scene because we're trying to piss him off. Ooh, yeah, it, this is very excessive.
0: Like, excessive in the way that, like, I don't know why this supposed friend of
1: Odin... Yeah. ...is, like, such an asshole, but I guess he doesn't actually like him? Oh, and, yeah, this was when it's, um, it's brought up. Mike's like, yeah, that's right. I'm hooking up with his girlfriend, and when we're together, we say the N-word. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, oh my god, I
0: told her specifically not to do that. No
1: So Odin's like Alright time to kill Mike Yeah yeah and
0: so For some reason he's like Instead of you know breaking up with her Disbanding the team I don't know Doing anything else he's going nope it's murder time We're going straight to murder
1: Yeah which uh, makes sense In the medieval
0: times Yes because that happened all the time People were dueling each other People were murdering each other if, this was, if that was back then, they'd probably be like, hey, I'm going to duel you, or hey, I'm going to murder you, you know, because that, that happened. Nowadays, we live in a society where murders don't happen as often.
1: So he's going to go over to Desi's house and kill her while Hugo... Is going to kill Mike. First, you gotta you got to trade a watch for a gun, son. Oh, I forgot about the scene where Hugo goes to a gun dealman and gives him a watch. And the guy's
0: like, oh, that's a valuable watch. And he's like, hey, I want that gun. And he's like, no, I can't give you that gun. You need to give me your license and everything. And he's like, yeah, but I'll give you the watch, though. <laughs> and the gun dealer's like, oh, this doesn't seem suspicious that there's child wants this firearm
1: mm. unregistered this was kind of cool though because he gets the gun and then he goes over his plan with Odin and we see the good way it could all turn out yeah yeah the actual plan that they planned out
0: and then we see it just go completely wrong that is that is true that was actually a good bit about this movie is showing the like the plan that they had I I thought that was also good
1: although here's a bit of a, a plot hole perhaps not a plot yeah. hole a weird thing that they include in this movie i want to get your thoughts on it they want to make it look like mike killed himself yes um by shooting him in the stomach
0: yes well that's how normal people suicide sandro we see that with odin later who shoots himself in the
1: stomach what is this universe (laughs) well i guess the idea is in the play they fall on their swords is that it if you want to kill yourself back then you either jump off a building or you like fall down on your sword Um, Is that what they were trying to do? No one shoots
0: themselves in the stomach. (laughs) No, you shoot yourself in the head so you don't have, like, a minute or so of agonizing pain. Yeah. It's also very... It's, like, quite difficult to... I mean, this was in 2001, so they possibly could have gotten away with it. But it's quite hard to fake someone suiciding. You have to kind of put it up to their head. You have to, like, make it look like...
1: Yeah, if you're shooting them in the stomach, you don't need as much blood, which means you get a a lower rating. Yeah. But they say so much offensive shit in this movie that it's already got a high rating. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I
0: don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening in this movie. I don't don't think it was for rating purposes. I think it's just
1: a choice they made. Mm. That they shoot themselves to the stomach, which made little sense. Hugo goes to kill Mike first by having Foggy Nelson from Daredevil in a car that needs help. Mike goes to help him gets shot. Except Foggy Nelson's uh, an idiot yes. and fucks the whole thing up by shooting him in the leg. Yeah. So he dies as well. Hugo shoots him as well in the stomach. In the stomach! Which is how people suicide, Sandra. And then Odin goes over to Desi's room. She's sleeping and he chokes her to death. Yes, they're like, hey, I'm here to bang you. JK, I'm here to kill you. He doesn't even really do that proc because he stops choking when she stops moving. Yeah. So she could have survived this. Uh, In my canon, she did. Uh, But then the sister bursts in and sees everything. And Hugo's also there and he's like, oh, she was cheating. And the sister's like, "Ah." You're a fuckwit <laughs> no, no they weren't You just lied You just lied And he's
0: like Ah uh, no I didn't And you can't say otherwise Cause you're dead Bang, Bang Shoots in
1: the stomach He shoots her Actually I think he shoots her in the head Oh no No it's the stomach Sajro The stomach again Which is the suicide shot And then And then Odin And they fight They fight They struggle over the gun They're like I want the gun No I want the gun But then Odin gets the gun And the cops are arriving as well Cause someone called them off screen And Odin's like Ah oh, Uh, the cops are coming well i had a good run yeah everyone make sure you tell my story correctly i was a good boy i was a good boy i wasn't a thug i wasn't on cocaine well most of the time yeah i wasn't on cocaine i was just a basketball guy and i liked basketball and i loved my girlfriend and then he shoots himself in the heart
0: but it all went wrong thanks to this guy who I will not testify against because I'm going to (laughs) die. Bang, bang.
1: But they still arrest Hugo and he gets off because his parents are rich and white.
0: Well, yeah, does he get arrested or do they just take him away in the back of the cop car to, like, help him out, you know? Maybe they put him in a shop blanket. Yeah, I don't think he gets arrested.
1: Yeah, because he killed uh, the sister, so uh, that's that one witness. He kills the
0: sister, yeah, but with the gun that Odin's holding. So they're just going to blame Odin. He's
1: just going to be like, oh yeah, Odin did it all. Were they doing DNA tests in 2001? I don't think
0: so. I don't know, but Odin's handprints are going to be on the neck of the lady, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. You could just say they were struggling over the gun and he tried to grab it. And that's how his DNA's on the gun.
1: And that's the movie, oh, oh, so much fun to talk about. What a short little synopsis. What a short <sighs> episode. Um, I'm going to rate this... I guess an oldie. It's... I don't know. I'm going to rate
0: this a 1629 oldie. What happened
1: in 1629? Is that when the... Uh, The
0: Play Othello came was released onto stage. Really? Or maybe 16... there you go.
1: 4. I rate this a 1604. A 1604 oldie from Zach. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon you giving this an oldie makes sense because it's not very good. I do not
0: want to watch this. I will not recommend this to anyone. It is an oldie. I think. It is not bad, but it is very far from good.
1: Yeah, I'm in that boat. I'm like, it's not bad. But just watch any other version. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, like, so bad it's good. No, because it's not funny. It plays itself so straight.
0: So it's right in that boring middle of nothing. I feel nothing. I
1: hate everything. And it brings up so many, like, topics about, again, like, race and yeah. and and... racism and violence in schools, and then it does nothing with it. Yeah. Which is also just offends me to my core, that a movie would be like, we want this for shock value, and that's all. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to give it an oldie as well. I'm going to actually give it a TV film oldie, because I reckon this feels like a TV movie. I think it's worse. I think it feels like a play movie. (laughs) Doesn't even belong on TV. <laughs> it doesn't even belong on the screen. <laughs> All right, two oldies there for O. Look, we probably should have done anything else. Correct. <laughs> a
0: lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend.
1: Now, we've got to come up with the sequel. A <laughs> sequel crossover. How? Don't ask me. Well, you just get the, the, the
0: bad guy from this film and put him in the bad guy for whatever film we have to crossover it with. I'm sure that will work perfectly.
1: Well, let's find what movie we're crossing over with, thanks to a random number generator. Going to give me the number of an episode we've done, crossover between this movie and the movie we did on that episode. It's come up with number 55, Zach. Oh, that's that's a while ago. 55 is a movie I can't even remember. It's called The Buddy System. It's the second movie we did... Oh, The Buddy System. Uh, ...in 1984. Oh, he's an inventor. Yeah,
0: oh. And the kid's
1: trying to set up his mum with the inventor guy. Yeah. Oh, it's got Will Wheaton. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe Will Wheaton turns into the Iago character. Oh. Uh, the yeah. Iago, or however you say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, actually, I regret getting... My parents and this man set up. I'm going to make them kill each other. Oh, and then we call it the enemy system. It's not the buddy system anymore. It's the enemy system. It's the enemy system.
0: system. Um, Now that he's got
1: them together. Yes. The inventor and this woman. Turns out he hates them, actually. Oh, he hates them because he doesn't get attention from them anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he grows up without getting any love or attention, and he becomes corrupt oh. and sociopathic and evil. So now he uses his his buddy system skills, the ones he used to manipulate them together, to break them apart. Oh,
1: break them apart. Yes, I love that idea. But
0: we also have to add a few more characters. Like, there's this another man. Well, uh, just like the repairman or the postman or whatever, and the kid's like, oh, you sure mum isn't, you know,
1: cheating on you with these people? And Will Wheaton's also learned how to, like, invent stuff. Yes. So he invents, like, a flashlight and puts what? it near the adventures bedside. So the mum's like, oh, my, you're cheating on me with this invention.
0: What? What is this plot line? <laughs> I don't know. I hate that. It's kind of funny, isn't it? I, I was gonna... He could invent, like, like a person or whatever. <laughs> like a robo-woman? Yeah, like a robo-woman <laughs> or something. No, or like a robo-man and woman. And then have the silhouette thing, right? Oh! Have it so that they there it's, like, he's pretending his mum and the coworker are cheating on each other. And he puts that, and he's like, Dad, I think I hear mum in the other room. And they, like, <laughs> looked in the silhouettes. And it's like, oh, I love you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I That's hate funny. my
0: husband and then the husband is like oh my god my wife cheated
1: on me I'm not gonna burst in there no I'm gonna wait until then. Yeah yeah <laughs> I'm going yeah. to the bar I got yeah I gotta go think about this and he leaves and wait. It's like perfect somehow this garbage plan worked Wow and at the end the two parents kill each other No no, the robot turns. The robots go insane and start
0: killing people.
1: I like that idea, that the robot starts killing people. Oh, the robots are
0: programmed to love each other, but they, start, they go and fall in love with the human
1: counterparts. This is getting complicated and weird. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot. Oh man, the enemy system—it's a pretty deep exploration of human AI relationships.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then all the humans want to kill each other because they're cheating on each other with robots. Of the course. robots
1: want to kill the humans because the humans don't want to
0: cheat on the robots in the end, and the robots want to kill the robots because the robots are cheating on the robots with the with the people. And <laughs> Will Wheaton's there. <laughs> My goodness!
1: And everybody dies except Will Wheaton in the end. Cool. Sounds great. Huh. Let's do some reviews because on Rotten Tomatoes this has got fifty-eight percent. This is going to be interesting. Yeah! It's time for r- 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 r-
0: raving reviews. It's the part of the show where I get some some reviews. From the audience, not the reviewers, because as we all know, the reviewers are wrong. What did the Mm. reviewers rate this?
1: Uh, 64, I think? Something like that. Far too high is the answer, Mm.
0: and the audience didn't, therefore they're right. You have to guess between 0.5 and 5. Those are the scores you could choose from in between. Whatever, doesn't matter. Don't care. Don't care. You came up with one of these reviews? Possibly. Drew says... Oh... Is just a bunch of weak stereotypes slapped into a lazy team drama. The idea that anyone could enjoy this angsty bullshit <laughs> is lunacy.
1: Yeah, it's true. I like that idea. Stereotype soup, mm, delicious stereotype soup. It's probably like a one. No one can enjoy this. It'd be a one. It's
0: actually a zero
1: point five. Oh, the most negative. It random. is the
0: lowest possible. Yes, they hated this. Sp- Speaking of hated this, Andy says, "Watch this. New Age Betrayal scheme is like watching an episode of The OC." <laughs> I don't like The OC. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's probably, like, also a one. I'll, I'll guess one again. Uh, oh,
0: close again. It's 1.5. 1.5. Oh.
1: I'm getting you with those 0.5s today, getting huh? 5 off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to step up my 0. 0.5. Uh, I don't know.
0: Well, perhaps Mercedes has stepped up their rating. Ha <laughs> ha. Vroom, vroom. Mercedes says, was good. Not very memorable, though.
1: Explanation mark. Mmm, was good, not memorable. That's a solid three stars from me. Yes, sir. Re Mercedes goes vroom vroom around the bends. Yep, and around you because it's four out of five. Oh, that's too positive for a forgettable movie. Yeah,
0: correct. Mark says, man, kids are stupid.
1: <laughs> dot dot dot. I guess this is realistic? Question mark, question mark. Oh, because kids are stupid in real life, but also in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. True, true. That's one thing I forgot to mention. All the teenagers in this movie look like teenagers. That is true. Even though they're adults, they actually- cast people that look like teens well this is the 2001 they can actually find talented young people nowadays this is true it's not the 80s anymore when everyone in high school is 40 years old i'm gonna say this is a solid a solid two out of five stars Ah, you're right on the money this time it's two out of five They call me the 2.5 daddy. Wait, it was just (laughs) (laughs) 2.5. 2 out of 5. Which is not relevant because this was 2 out of 5. I've lost all my brain cells. This movie's ruined (laughs) me and I didn't think it was that bad. (laughs)
0: Girl-Melanie says, This movie was okay. Dot, dot, dot. People were pissing me off left and right.
1: Like the people in the cinema or the characters? She says she likes it. I'll say 3.5.
0: Oh, so close. It's three out of five.
1: Ah, three out of five. Three out of five. It was point fives Messing
0: you up, man. Was that the last one? Nope. We have the final one, which is Carrie, who says, this
1: was a sucky movie. <laughs> That's the whole, <laughs> that the whole review? That is the whole review. was a sucky movie. Carrie, oh no. <laughs> That's you, first of all. <laughs> what? That's definitely no, your review. No. Uh, probably, what, what would you rate this? A 1.5, I reckon. Ooh, close. It's a one out of five. One out of five. And was it yours? No. No,
0: it wasn't, Sardro. Bamboozled again. It was actually Mark with Mad Kids Are Stupid. I guess this was realistic.
1: you Oh, that's a good review. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. That's the episode right there. Thanks for listening, as always, sticking it out with us even when we make bad choices. Much like mm. kids in high school, we made a bad choice by not picking literally anything else uh, for this week. We could have gone back to uh, some alternate options, but no, we decided to do this. Yeah. Yeah, if you still like the show, though, uh, and <laughs> want to help us out... Giving us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify helps the show get out in front of brand new people. Mm -hmm. We're on Patreon as well if you've got some spare cash hanging around. We've got the... uh Ad free tier. And then we've also got the bonus episode tier. On that bonus episode tier, you can get six episodes of our cagerama, a series on Nicolas Cage. They're all out now, so you can go check that out if you want. You we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, at uh, Oldie Buddy Pod on everything. Thanks to Josh Cake for our wonderful theme song, What a Legend. And of course, that that's not Canon Productions as well, who are our network. They are fantastic as well. Also legends, I reckon. Now, Zach, you got to pick next week's movie. Don't pick the Shakespeare one. I won't. (laughs) Trust me, at this stage, I definitely won't. You've got a whole bunch of options, actually. Your first option is Cowboy Bebop, the movie. Ah, that's interesting. I've never watched Cowboy Bebop. You've never watched the anime Cowboy Bebop? No, but I would like to. Well, here's the thing. It's rare that I've watched an anime and you haven't, because I famously hate anime. Yeah, that is true. And anime fans. I hate all anime fans, it's true, I hate them all. You included, I hate you! (laughs) Yeah, he hates you. But yeah, that's an anime movie uh, set in between the original show about a terrorist who is going to use a virus to wipe out all humans on Mars. Did you
0: you have a point bringing up how you hate anime, or do you just want to mention you hated anime? I
1: hate anime. Every anime I've watched, I've given up on after like 10 episodes, because the writing is shit and no one can tell me otherwise. I thought you were gonna say, but you've seen this anime. Oh, but but Cowboy Bebop is great. Oh, oh, you've... you've so you've seen it? I've seen it all. There are some okay, animes okay. that I like. Animes that have effort behind them. Like, Cowboy Bebop feels like it's got effort behind it. Something like Akira... Or the Studio Ghibli movies feel like they've got effort mm. behind them. Oh, but yeah. something like Demon Slayer, it's like, Oof. you stretched it out too long. Characters won't shut the fuck up. They constantly <laughs> drop an exposition and shit while they're fighting. I'm like, just shut up and let me look at this good what art. What
0: about uh, your favorite, Naruto?
1: That's for kids. <laughs> Uh, dragon Ball Z. That's a meme, but also kind of fun, actually. I yep. I don't mind a bit of Dragon Ball Z. Something something Dragon Maid. Dragon Maid in a dungeon fucking... <laughs> <laughs> what? what are you talking That's about? That's an anime, probably. <laughs> Sword Art Online, more like, I want to fuck my cousin. That's what that Like <laughs> uh, that. Yeah,
0: uh, I would disagree, but I've also... I unfortunately have seen that movie... Uh, uh, sorry, movie? Movie show. Uh, series, and yes, that is... Cousin
1: fucking <laughs> the, the movie. Attack on Titan's all right, actually, but there is too much talking about for my personal taste, but it's a bit better than other trash anime. But anyway, that's your first option, Cowboy Bebop. We've got your second option. Wow, we talked a lot about anime. <laughs> Megiddo, The Omega Code. Two. What? It's a religious Christian sci-fi movie about the end of the world. When you said sci-fi, I was, I was hoping for something a little more exciting, but... Sci-fi with heavy American Christian overtones. <laughs> oh, great. And it's a sequel, right? And it's a sequel. (laughs) Oh, boy. So you'll have to watch two of them. (laughs) Yep. I'm not
0: saying I'm not picking that one, but I'm not saying I will pick it either.
1: (laughs) There is The Musketeer, which is a retelling of the three musketeers that features both Western and Eastern styles of fighting. Ooh, that does sound cool. Yeah, it's got, like, some samurai, but also some pirate action, like a mixture between the two. Oh, okay. Uh, You've got Rockstar, Mark Wahlberg is a member of a tribute band who, out of nowhere, becomes the lead singer of the band they were given tribute to. Oh, that's a twist. And then you've got Soul Survivors. After uh, her boyfriend dies in a car accident, a college student starts to have strange visions and waking dreams. Cool. And then your final option is... Two can play that game. Uh-huh. A rom-com about a couple who keep playing tricks on each other. Oh, they're a bit tricky. Wow. These are incredible options. Um. hmm I
0: don't... <laughs> do I want to pick any of these?
1: I mean... Um. I've already seen Cowboy Bebop, so you don't need to watch the anime before the movie, I guess, because I've done oh, it already. Oh,
0: yeah. I guess... Is that how our rules work? If we pick a movie we ha- about a series, we have to make sure that, that we watch the whole series? Not the beforehand. whole series, but
1: some of it. Are- well, that's kind of what we did with Pokemon. Oh, that's true. I've watched the original series, yeah. Yeah. That is true.
0: Uh, Sean, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah? That can't be too bad. All right, next week, Cowboy Bebop the movie. Let's wrap it up with the best quote from O. She deceived me. What makes you think she won't do it to you? I'm a dad. I'm a responsible guardian. I am literally putting seeds of doubt in my daughter's boyfriend's head. (laughs) What? That's it. That's my quotes. What uh, quote
1: did you look up?
0: Uh... Just quote Macbeth or anything, you know, Othello, come
1: on. No, no, instead of quoting a well-written line, maybe I'm not enough for you, you know, with you being all hot and shit. (laughs) That's the guy saying it to the girl, isn't it? Hello, fellow
0: teens. (laughs) It's me. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of... Oh, the movie. Yep. <laughs> or take, take up arms against a sea of terrible movies.
1: Mm.
0: And, ah, uh, that's, that's where I've forgotten it.
1: What we should have done is we should have come up with, like, a clause that whenever we get one problematic movie and one that looks very, very boring we should uh, come up with another thing.
0: Yeah, I think next time what we'll do is we'll go back and just grab a random movie that we want to do
1: (laughs) that we didn't do and just do that instead. (laughs) Because fuck doing something like this ever again. (laughs) my God. Even a Disney Channel movie. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Xenos Lapidus. We could have done Xenon 3 anyway. Oh!